Alrighty, welcome to the Hunter's Hub. This is your host, Fortuan. Uh, we are a video game podcast, board of the Monster Hunter community. We have a lot of Monster Hunter to talk about tonight, but before we get to that, we have a quiz. So, welcome Sasha, who's going to be here for the quiz portion, but not the Monster Hunter portion, because life is crazy, and also she doesn't have much to say about Monster Hunter. Yeah. And life is crazy, for sure. And I was up super late watching Stranger Things, which I hope everybody else was as well. I I will get into it. I've just been busy doing other things. <laughs> I'm actually going to probably rewatch the first couple episodes I started with because I wasn't super paying attention to them. So I, I'm I'm excited. I saw part of it last night actually when Chance and I were playing. Uh, we were playing together in the living room. That's how I've been playing Monster Hunter. Is like because Chance can't connect. Like he doesn't have a Ethernet connection to his Switch, so he has to be downstairs doing the Wi-Fi because the Wi-Fi mm-hmm. isn't good enough in his room. Mm-hmm. So we've just been doing like online play together, like on the couch together. And um, that's why I haven't been online with other people aside from kids and crazy stuff going on. But we, mom and dad were watching one of the episodes of Stranger Things. So I saw, I've seen a portion of one of the later episodes that I haven't seen yet just because it was on. Um, but because, like I said, life is crazy, and I'll just go ahead and tell the audience, I had a grandmother that passed away this week, and um, so my parents have been doing like all the planning and helping out and stuff. Uh, thankfully, I got to see her before she passed, but um, it, you know, I'm good. Everything's good. I'm not like super upset about it. We knew it was going to happen once we got the diagnosis, which you guys knew about. Uh, mm-hmm. Told you guys about that. Um, so, yeah been a pretty busy week um work was also crazy busy i was in west virginia and back uh on thursday or wednesday i think and then on the way back we got called into a job because we were 10 minutes away from it so we're like oh no which is which is still an hour away from home Mm -hmm. so he's like no we're not going in no we're not it's just chance and i no we're not going in and then like we got the call i was like dude it's literally says jackson 10 miles we might as well go. It's just more money. <laughs> yeah. So that was a that was a solid eleven and a half hour workday. <laughs> nice. Um. So yeah, been crazy. Uh, welcome Ace, uh, who's going to be here for the whole show tonight because you know Malzeno sitting on his. Unless if his uh, mic. unless if the Afor discussed. Uh, cum blasted chicken sandwich <laughs> decides to uh strike me down but i'm feeling yeah. fine so far yeah the the super mayonnaise the chicken sandwich from burger king yeah, yeah. burger burger king's kind of like my go-to fast food restaurant because the girls like it so much so yeah so yeah like i said that uh, it looked like there were a bunch of like new teenagers there so i don't know if they like that much mayonnaise on their sandwiches or maybe like as they were like squeezing out of the bottle or whatever, it just like mm-hmm. the thing just like blew out, and they were like, "Hey, whatever, fuck it." But that was that was <laughs> the lid came off, and it just covers it in mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, that was that was yeah. an egregious amount because, like I said, when it got down to the third, and I was actually braving putting my hand on it, the the actual chicken was like sliding between the two two buns, though the top and the bottom bun and i was just like all right i'm i'm done with the bread at this point 
Like, that's yeah. probably soaked up most of it, so I'm just going to take the rest of the chicken and eat that and be done with this monster. Oh, yeah, we have a we have a procedure now because they've messed up a couple times at Burger King. So they have a wraparound where you have to drive around the back, and then you go back to the parking lot when you're leaving. So we just pull into a parking space, check all of our food, and then mm. drive off every time with in as much as we've been there, it's not like they're a bad Burger King, but when they mess up, it's bad for Chance with his lactose intolerance and his, mm-hmm. uh, in general, mayonnaise intolerance. Like, he just can't take it. So we have to check everything. And we've had stuff, like, they didn't give us fries a couple times, so we had to go in, like, hey, uh, these are meals. You know, there's not there's no fries here. And they're like, oh, we're sorry. Like, I just don't expect a high level mm. of quality from them. <laughs> yeah, I mean I usually don't go back because I usually don't check. There there's really never been any super egregious time that I've had with ordering fast food. Um mm-hmm. I don't know. I just sort of accept the fact that it's fast food and right. If if uh if if something I ordered got left out I'll just consider that as a happy accident because it's fast food and I probably should be eating less of it anyways. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair, fair. It's just it's just hard to find anything open after 8 o'clock these days in Chillicothe. Like, mm-hmm. even the Taco Bell closes at 8 now because of oh, COVID. That doesn't even make sense. Yeah, even uh, like some of ours. We have are... the worst Taco Bell in the world now. Like, we go, we went there, like... We went there after a couple times, because this is after we do the card league on Wednesdays. We always hit up something, because it's like, got to get dinner on the way home, because we didn't eat dinner, because card plays taste plays from, like, 4 to 8. So, like, what are you going to eat dinner in that time? Mm-hmm. So, I'm not eating dinner at 3.30. I'm sorry. I'm just not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, you know, we had to find something to eat on the way home. And Taco Bell was like a good solid like yeah, and it's really close. It's on the way out, and they can't even keep staff open long enough to to make it past. I think for a while they were closing at seven, uh, then they started closing at eight. I think they're up to ten now. But like we've been like wronged by that Taco Bell so much that we just don't go there anymore. Like we go through that. I used to love it a lot, but when I was still drinking pop, but Dad and Chance really loved the Baja Blast that Taco Bell has and, and mm. um, they're just, they've just been out of Baja Blast like four times we've went there. So it's like, why even come? Like, why, why are we here? Yeah. So, um, coming back from uh, work Thursday night, both being ravenous for food and then ravenous for monster hunter. Since I, I uh, made the, made the good employee decision and just left my switch at home. Um, Andrea, obviously being pregnant, uh, has cravings too. So, uh, I was going to pick up Taco Bell, the one near my workplace's office. Um, Mm -hmm. I pulled in and waited for her to text me what she wanted. Uh, and there were three employees standing outside. Uh, I pull around to the, to the board, the menu board and an automated message comes on telling me that it's closed so then i i'm like all right whatever i'll just go to the one by our house and then that should be fine i get to that one 
the uh, open LED light is on in the window, and there's employees still inside. I pull around, the menu board is still on and lit up, and one of the employees comes on and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, we're closed. And I'm like, Okay. So I just go to Quick Trip and I grab an assortment of food from there and I'm just like fuck it. No. I'm not I'm not going anywhere else for Taco Bell. I'm too close to home. Mm. I want to play Monster Hunter and eat some food. So That yeah, was my Taco Bell is, fun Taco Bell experience. Is their thing. I've never enjoyed Taco Bell that much. I can only, the only thing I get there is a quesadilla and it's not even really that exciting. I mean, they're decent enough when you just want something quick that has like serviceable taste like it's Mm -hmm. it's nothing compared to obviously actual like authentic made mexican food and actual tacos and stuff like um i we lately have sort of gotten into uh barilla tacos when we have gone out to places um because we went Mm -hmm. to uh, milwaukee for a show and we went to a local like taco place that has like a whole bunch of different kinds of like burrito tacos so that was an interesting first experience because i got like chorizo and then you dip it in the um the beef broth in it it added like Mm -hmm. a lot of flavor to the to the chorizo and i was uh definitely definitely satisfied with that and then i had a taco that i had a leftover so i put that in my uh uh sweat my hoodie pocket during the show and then uh reheated it when we got back home made sure to give that a solid like two or three minutes in the microwave to kill anything that might have gone wrong with it um and then we went down to chicago a couple weeks ago for the uh supernatural convention and there was a after one of the days, there was a local taco place that um, they had there that had burrito tacos. And I was like, yes, just give me. So hmm. ordered those again. And that was very satisfying to have at like midnight. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so we have a quiz show uh, number eight to do tonight. Um Ace is going to try to defend his title against Sasha. He's, he's um, probably going to do pretty well. Much I don't to... know about that. I think it's I think it's going to be a slog until we get it's... into the modern era, and then and then it's going to be maybe a close battle, and then I'm going to slip up. I feel like. Uh, so this is going to be a weird one because none of these years have been done before on the show. Now, uh, also, we're pulling in something from the '80s, so and we are going to the earliest year that I year that I will do on this show because everything before this, um, it's not like it's not significant. I'm sorry, Atari, but it is not something that I'm familiar with or comfortable enough to talk about, and or like, of course, I don't just do games I know, but like. You guys are, are you guys, we're not going to talk about Atari games. Like, are, what is there to talk about? <laughs> like, maybe E.T. Like, 
Hey, do you know that like there's a landfill full full of ET cartridges? Because <laughs> they have way oversold that game. Um, I mean, you know, it caused the video game crash of the early '80s. I mean, the modern equivalent to that would be all the uh, Fallout '76 cases that I've seen still rotting in the uh, local Walmart game case. Oh yeah, I've seen I've seen some like marked down to like five dollars sometimes and, and see down. like i didn't know until i watched uh internet internet historians video apparently there's not even a disc it's just a dlc code because it's all internet mm-hmm. so i'm like what even was the point of any case whether plastic or steelbook that that's just so wasteful in my opinion i as a person who still likes to buy physical games, because A, normally they're cheaper, and B, I like the collectible aspect of it. I mean, if I could, I'd point the camera at my uh, stack of Switch games, which is now two different stacks because there's so many. Mm-hmm. Um, that's still half of my library. The other half is still digital. Mm-hmm. Um I don't even have a Monster Hunter Rise physical, and I collect Monster Hunter Rise like games physically. So uh, now I did have a chance to get one, and I bought it, but I bought it as a gift to a friend for his birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, Steelbook. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just, I just went for the deal, the download code. So, yeah. but anyways, we have some interesting years to go through: 1985, 1993, 1999. Uh, and then 2007, 2015. So this is very stacked on the early end, but I was sort of filling some gaps that we haven't done yet. Um, with the 80s being an easy one, because we've never gone before 1990 before, but I wanted to get in some old NES games that we don't hit very often, but there's, I feel like NES has some notable titles we should be able to talk about. And beforehand, um, you know, there's other things that... There was more than the NES and video games in the 80s. There was also PC games that have lived from those times, too. So, without further ado, Ace, you are the reigning champion. You get to pick whether you go first or not. And sure. I'm not going to explain the rules, because if you're here with the show, you want to know them, you'll, you'll figure it out as you go along. I do that every time. We're on the eighth episode. Sure. And in, in honor of... Uh... Bo Burnham's uh, inside outtakes. I will uh, go first as I am the white guy. And we can start off with 1985. He has a song in the in the outtakes called 1985. And part of the chorus is, White guy, 1985, white guy, 1985. I thought you were, see, I thought you were going with a nice chess reference. Because chess... The white side always goes first, but no, 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 Bober. No, okay. I mean, I, I, I feel I, like the obvious. I sort of enjoy chess. Is bowling I, soup? Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I, I sing that all the time. But Bo, Bo Burnham is like with you one of my favorite MTV comedians and lately. Two kids so. in high school to tell her that she's not cool. Cause <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I like that song too much. <laughs> so, starting with Bowling for Soups, 1985. Uh, game A, B, or C? Ace. 
Oh, see, because now I'm trying to think think of a lyric that <laughs> that starts with A, B, or C, but I can't do it. So I'll just start with A. All right. 1985 first clue this widely populator populator see i told you it's been a while it's going to be me reading this all right this widely popular educational game first released with a copy of the world omnimac and the book of facts i'm just going to take a shot in the dark okay Is- since it said World Omnimac, I'm going to go guess geography-related stuff, so I'm going to guess where in the world is Carmen San Diego. That is correct for three points. Yeah! Ace taking an early lead. Alright, so I guess we'll just pick which Nintendo game I'm going to get wrong. My 30 minutes <laughs> slash earlier today beforehand studying paid off a little bit. All right. All right. Well, we have two clues to talk about on that one. And we, you guys were ex- expecting no clues left. All right. Well, that's probably going to be like so the Sasha. only one that I know <laughs> so, for that year, at least. Uh, <coughs> Sasha, you have game B or C to pick from. I'll take C. Okay. This launch title racing game was one of the best selling games on the NES. Launch title racing game. Um, I'll take the second clue. All right. While tracks were fairly simple, left to uh, uh, from left to right, the hills and mounds are what made this game more exciting. Um, I'm just gonna guess road rage. Road Rage is not quite right. Um, would you like to steal for two points, Ace, or go for the third clue? I don't have a clue. I feel like I feel like this might be a game that uh, Scott the Waz covered on one of his videos. Uh, I guess I'll go for the third clue and maybe see if that sparks anything. All right. Uh, the last clue. Based on the popular motorsport motocross, racing uh, the pixelated character on the box art can be seen popping a wheelie. Yeah, I have no clue. Uh... There's some clever clues hidden in this one. Moto Madness. <laughs> no. Uh, the correct answer is Excite Bike. I've played Excite Bike 64. I think it's the only one of that franchise I've right. played. I've not at all. <laughs> I've never played one. Um, but it was apparently a very popular NES game. And I've played an NES uh, since I was four. So <laughs> just didn't play that one. Alrighty. So that is 85. Um, you guys are out of the probably worst year. Um, but, you know. Are we- isn't there supposed to be three for each year, or are we just skipping the third? We have to skip two? the third, because there's not a we, third person. We do our PVE at the end. 
Yeah. Remember oh. the PVE? Yeah. Because that's what makes it... I mean, I guess we could stick on a year, but it would... Uh, I'll leave that I, up to you guys. It's fine. Do you want to alternate I just forgot, and I do all the questions between us, or do you want to keep... The PVE thing's just for fun. You know, I don't think it's a bad idea to alternate between... Because it still ended up being an even number, I would think, right? Like... Well, no, because it's three per five, so it's fifteen. So now we would have an someone. Like I said, the I'd... first person would have an advantage of starting on. Um. Yeah, you would have an advantage of having an extra game to guess where you start. Like I said, I forgot, but... so it it's fine. We can, we can skip okay. third questions. Not a big deal. I don't know. I had to come up with that on the fly, and we've stuck with it since. Since you know, <laughs> we didn't get a third the past couple times okay so 1993 sasha game a b or c i'll take c all right game c 1993 first clue this disney game based on a popular movie at the time was developed by two different developers virgin games and capcom i'll take the second clue all right (laughs) As both versions follow the events of the movie, uh, as much as a 90s platformer could, the Sega Genesis version and the Super Nintendo versions differed wildly from both level design and whether the hero had a sword or not. Aladdin? That is correct for two points. Aladdin. Yeah, I I figured it was Aladdin, but I was like, I was like, uh, the little monster hunter? The just mash, mash together mermaid and monster hunter just because. But yeah, as soon as as soon as you said sword, I was like, "Yep, it's definitely Aladdin." Yep, I was just waiting for some kind of clue to narrow down a Disney movie for me. Yep, yep. All right, Ace, you have A or B for nineteen ninety three. I'll go with B. B. Okay. 1993 B, the first clue. Traditionally, JRPGs have turn-taking combat. However, this one featured more real-time battle system, and however, it's still considered a JRPG. Yeah, I know. Sasha's like really like, oh boy, I'm glad Ace got this one. I'm not sure if I have the right year from what I remember. I'm just going to take a stab in the dark. Is this Final Fantasy VIII? No. Ah. This is not. So, Sasha, would you like to take a guess for three points or move to the second clue? (laughs) You can go ahead and give me that second clue. (laughs) All right. Second clue. Many JRPGs uh, were on the SNES, but not many have the iconic box art, such as the gigantic tree... With vibrant red birds. Wait. I'll take the third I clue. I may know what this is. Alright. <laughs> the third clue. Not many Americans knew this was a sequel to the uh, at the time to the Mana series. Since it was marketed as uh, as part of the popular Final Fantasy series by, uh, by Square. I feel like I'm going to really anger some people who are really into these kind of games. <laughs> oh, man. Um, Chrono Trigger. 
you know, it's not a bad guess. No, uh, it is not Chrono Trigger, though. It is uh, Secret of Mana. Okay. Is yeah. the yeah is the correct answer. Okay. So that is it for 1993. <laughs> okay. We are moving on to 1999. Uh, so we are back to Ace picking first, or yeah, yep. back to Ace picking first. I'm going to go with C. Oh, C, that's dirty. Ruin, ruin Sasha's tactic of always okay. going for All C right. for okay. some reason. Game... <laughs> when, when in Game doubt, when in doubt, you pick C. This is how I got a master's when, degree. When it's... <laughs> She's she's like that's like with the Scantron tests, right? It's always C. Yeah. Um All right. So, 1999, uh clue number 1, game C. This serious zombie survival horror game had its fair share of humor as well. From characters like Hunk, the unintentional funny neck-breaking character, uh to the intentional funny tofu, a giant takeout Chinese box. I'm not sure if I have the right year, but is this uh, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, or My Neighbors Were Eaten by Zombies, or whatever it is? It is not that. So, Sasha, can you steal Uh. from three? Serious zombie survival horror. I'll take the second clue. All right. Capcom took direct inspiration from the antagonist... Uh, for the antagonist Nemesis based on the T-1000 of the Terminator series robot. Um, can you read that again? Because I, I feel okay. like... I, <laughs> I think I don't. Capcom took direct inspiration for the antagonist, common Nemesis... Based on the T-1000, the Terminator robot. Resident Evil 2? That is not correct. It's Resident Evil 3, unfortunately. Oh, man. Yeah. Close. Close. All right. Sasha, you get to pick game A or B in 1999. Man. All right. I'll go with A. A? Okay. Oh, it was 1993 for Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Ah. Yeah, you got got tripped up on your research there. Like I said, I I, I wasn't sure if I had the right year, but I know that was in... That's fine. ...what I studied. (laughs) Yep. All right, 1999, Game A. Only released in Japan, despite being entirely in English, this PS1 game was an early auto-runner, a style of game that became more popular as a cell phone game game later on. I'll take the second clue. Okay. While many games today are criticized for advertisements, the game itself was an ad for a soft drink, and to save money, the developers just use commercials of Mike Butters drinking this soft drink. Oh, I think I, I think I know. I think I know. I, I have no idea. I'll take the third clue. No. Okay. 
Third clue, featuring the Japanese superhero mascot for Pepsi. He would run and jump, avoiding obstacles yes. in a rush to save a person from being thirsty and handing <laughs> them a Pepsi. I feel like I'm just going to like put together some random words and hope that it's right. <laughs> Pepsi Man? Yeah. Pepsi Man is correct for one yes. point. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the game grumps played this and it's like one of the most ridiculous like brand games it's, ever i have never heard it's of it it's become it's become kind of a a cult uh game as a result uh not just them the completionists doing it some other youtube mm -hmm. personalities interacting with this game um yeah I'm a little behind on my points because every time we don't do it, get a point for a game, I forget yeah. to record it. Sasha, that game is crazy. He like, it's so he he's like in a blue and silver like leotard, um, and he's just fucking like running everywhere. He's like going Chad through suburbs, going through Good job, construction Chad. zones. Uh, he's running through the desert, running through like canyons and shit with like these bundles of like logs that roll that you have to like jump over or slide under. It's, it's yeah. crazy. I'm going to have to check it out for some reason. It's... My brain can't stop picturing the Jack in the box guy. So like, it's along, it's along those levels. It is a crazy looking game. Uh, Oh, Oh, I didn't know. Uh, I didn't know it's uh morgue. He changed his name. So Morg's guessing along with us in chat. Yeah. Um, awesome. Glad to have you here, Morg. All right. Um, although you should check your Discord. I messaged you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I don't know. All right. So we are moving on from 1999. Sasha, your first pick again. Um, I'm right about this, right? Like I keep getting confused yes. myself. 2007. I'm going to Game pick A, C. B, or C. C. All right. Game C. First clue. Set in the Holy Land during the Third Crusade during the year 1191, so 1191, the game takes place during real historic events. Mm. Man. Okay, 2007. Teacher. <laughs> Assassin's Creed. It's correct for three points. Yep. I've never played any of those games. So I'm surprised. Still really proud of They're myself. They're kind of... That's kind of... Not, not exactly, but kind of up your alley, I would think. It's not as dialogue heavy, but I think you'd like them. I think yeah, I think you would. All right. Excuse me. The, that's my second favorite game in the series. My first favorite is Assassin's Creed 3, and I don't care all you Assassin's Creed 3 haters. Having a Native American protagonist is key for me. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Ace, game A or B? I'll go back to A. All right. 2007. Game A, 
uh, Clue 1. This sequel, developed by Sony Santa Monica, is considered by some one of the best video games of all time and the best video game sequels, winning Game of the Year in the Golden Joysticks Awards of 2007. Maybe you should have looked at some of the entries a little bit harder. Uh, I'll go for a second clue. All right. Second clue. While it's the second game featuring the Ghost of Sparta, is actually the sixth chronologically in the series. Uh, God damn it. Obviously a God of War game, but I have no fucking clue which one. Ace God has got of War face 2? Three? <laughs> okay, which one's your answer? Three. God of War 3? That is not correct. Sasha, do you have a steal for two points? <laughs> God of War 2? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Ace. I, I did. I haven't. I've only played the PS4 God of War. Gotcha. All right, Sasha. Two points on that one. Okay. Moving right along to our final year, 2015. Ace, your first pick, game A, B, or C. Uh, by the way, you you have a five-point deficit now. Yeah. Like I said. <laughs> uh, I'll go with A. Game A. All right. 2015, game A. Clue one. In this popular survival horror game, the player is sent to a fictional village within the Middle East to investigate an enemy-filled quarantine zone. Uh, is this Resident Evil 7 or Resident Evil Biohazard? I mean, they would be the same game because they were called the same thing. Um, but that is not the answer. Sasha, do you have a steal for three points? No, I'll take the or second would you clue. Like clue. All right. The game features an open-world zombie wasteland that during the day they are slow and clumsy, but during the night they become highly aggressive. Dying oh, Light? Mother... <laughs> Dying Light is correct for two points. God damn it. Just that close? Yeah. I'm sorry, Ace. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Sasha, game A or B? A. Oh, sorry, not A. B or C. Oh, sorry. C. Definitely C. C. All right. 2015, game C, clue 
Hey, uh, Clue 1. Sorry. Man, I have been so close to saying the name of the game every time I say this beginning part. Every time. Oh, man. I don't know what's with me today. All right. So, first clue. High praises and many fans came to the series, but nothing like the overwhelming sales and support and awards for this third installment. And the second clue. Okay. Uh, based on the popular Polish series of stories, the game takes place after the books as a pseudo-fan fiction that ended up circumventing the original book's ending and and being accepted as canon stories. Well, I do not accept it as canon as The Witcher 3. And that is correct for two points. <laughs> Alright, so going into the the final Jeopardy uh, Ace, you're at three. Yep. You had a strong lead and nothing else after that. Like I said. <laughs> like I said. I did not expect to have one in 1985. Got it. And then the rest was just kaput. <laughs> no, it's just uh, that. Sasha, you had 12. There's a- uh, so Ace, this is not possible unless you've... Unless she bets everything and loses. so I'm not going to bet everything, because even if I did, I still won't beat Chauncey's high score, so it's not worth it. It's not worth the risk. Okay. This game is from 1993. Oh, see, I'm definitely not betting it all. So, go ahead and write down your bets. Ace, you have three points. Sasha, you have 12 however many you can choose to bet with. And uh, let me know when you're, you got that written down, and we will we will do the... All right. And uh, we will do the question, and then we'll go to the Jeopardy time for you guys to think of the game after I do the question. And go from there. I guess Ace is getting to his notes app or whatever he's doing. He's getting his calculator out. <laughs> oh, my shit just isn't fucking being nice to me right now. Yeah. Small font it is. Oh, wait, no, there we go. You know, now that now that I, I understand that Morg is in the chat, his username makes total sense because he used to have all these crazy dinner party food things he would talk about all right so you ready okay here's the clue many zelda fans hadn't played this title it was on the as it was on the game boy and not a mainline story game it did however sell sell well and many zelda fans became to recognize the scene of a giant egg on top of a mountain Today, many more players have engaged in the game, and per, per, partially thanks to the new Nintendo Switch port of, of the game 29 years later. Alright, so, <laughs> Jeopardy time. Go ahead and go. Ace is ready. He has shown that he is ready. Yeah, I mean, I just put some bullshit down too, so let's just... <laughs> oh, mine's not bullshit, it's the right awakening. Or the I mean, right, mine, the right. <laughs> mine is. <laughs> okay, so go ahead. 
Tell me what you got. Ace, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> that is technically a title, so you're wrong. So you go down to seven. However, uh, Ace can't get that many points. So Ace, uh, I go to six. How did you bet? You Three. go to six. So you lost by one point today uh, for Zelda: Link's Awakening. Fun fact. I borrowed this remake from Chance last Sunday and beat it this week just before getting Monster Hunter. So, like, I actually just played this game this week. Nice. I was like, oh, it appeared on the quiz. So, Sasha, you have taken the belt back. Um, next month, Ace, you can try again. See, I was, I was ready. I think it was the... I was ready for it to be Zelda. Um... And then I was thinking it was going to be the CDI games, but then you said Game Boy, and I was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, that's that's." I wouldn't do that. I don't think I could do that. CDI, I think, is uh, the CDI games. I think were later. They were nineties. Yeah, but I think they're we're talking like ninety seven, ninety eight at that time. I I think maybe early because they were they were on one of the the lists that I looked up for the years. Oh, it could have been ninety nine then. Okay. Alrighty, so those ones are hilarious. The, by the uh, way, Sasha, you should watch the Game Grumps playthroughs of the uh, what is it, uh, Wand of Gamelon and uh, Zelda's Adventure or whatever it is. Okay. Okay. There, I mean, Game Grumps playthroughs are always pretty good, but mm-hmm. that one in particular is, is good. Okay, so. PVE time. Can you guys beat your scores working together? So, the 1985 game that was not picked is is uh, game B. So, first clue. This light gun hunting game came packaged with many NES systems. Duck, gun, duck hunt? That's I was thinking correct. the same thing, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, but right. I, for a second there, I had that that thought of like, like it no can't way. be that easy, can it? <laughs> Trust me, I. If we pick 1985 again, I'm probably going to have to be picking the same list because there was like 11 notable games. Period. So like, I picked yeah. 10 of the 11. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, 1985 is a pretty dry year, and that's partially re- partially the reason why I just won't go back mm-hmm. then further than that. All right, uh, so 1993, the game that was not picked was game A. So here's the first clue. Control the main characters uh, only limited to specific scenarios, while most of the time the player controls flippers to launch the hero at their targets. I like the puzzled looks on flippers. I got to none of the jokes, joke ones. You guys, oh... Flippers, like as controls or like as part of the character. I worded it how I worded it. Read it back. <laughs> Read it back. Okay. Control of the main character is limited to only specific scenarios, while most of the time the player controls flippers to launch the hero at their targets. I guess a second clue. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Surprisingly, this game was uh, made by the much smaller American staff of Sega, while the Japanese development team were busy with Sonic 3 and Sonic and Knuckles. With fucking flipper, what flippers? <laughs> Nothing. I... This isn't Echo the Dolphin, is it? There's no way. <laughs> like I'm thinking flippers. <laughs> I'm like, it's not literal, is it? Like, what's what the hell is going on? I... Is this Sonic Pinball? I'll accept that. It's called Sonic Spinball. Yeah, yeah Sonic <laughs> Sonic Pinball. I'll accept okay. that. <laughs> yeah, flippers are for pinball machines. That's what they're called. I usually would just call them paddles, but okay. No, I think that's their actual name is flippers. I think they're flippers, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that was 93. 99. I'd Game just be B an idiot not... and call them the... Th- the thingies. The slappy thingies. <laughs> the slappy thingies. Um, so 1999. Uh, game B. <clears throat> uh, clue one. Uh, Rare, at this time, seem- seemingly couldn't go wrong. While at the time this game came with praises and high reviews, many have looked back saying this was the death of collectathons. To summarize, it was made by Rare. It reviewed really well, but when people looked back at it, they didn't like it as much. I think we might need a second clue, Sasha. Yep. Okay. Alright, second clue. The Nintendo 64 originally couldn't handle the size of the game and needed an upgrade. As a result, every copy of this game came with the expansion pack, an upgrade to slot into the N64 and a slot on top of the system near the front. Okay, I think this is definitely one that I've seen Scott the Waz cover. I like how a lot of your experience for these games are like people covering it on a YouTube channel. Not not bashing that. That's that's some of my experience with games well, too. Well, Scott Scott the Waz also like covers a lot of like earlier stuff stuff and like stuff that you wouldn't normally expect yeah no this was a pretty mainstream game i'll give you guys that this was pretty mainstream at the time i I just have nothing coming to me need the third clue all right i get to do one of my joke ones i'm so excited (laughs) all right Many I- games have iconic opening things, but not many top walnuts, peanuts, pineapple smells, grape, melon, oranges, and coconut shells. Take it to the fridge, Cranky. I love the cluelessness of that, and I... <laughs> Donkey Kong oh. 60... Wait, 64? Yeah, it's Donkey okay. Kong 64. That is the DK rap. That was pretty infamous. <laughs> I am zero familiarity with Donkey Kong series. So Same. <laughs> that was yeah. that was lucky that I, knew, I saw that on the list I, that I studied. I knew Chat would know that one. He he talked about that game a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that was a that was a game of his. All right, 
2007, game B was also not chosen. You guys are good. You're getting every game, so you're getting points. <laughs> In contrast um, to my actual performance, yay. <laughs> um, I think we're going for Sasha's score at this point. <laughs> um, okay, so game B, 2007, first clue. This first-person shooter spawned a whole series which currently lies dormant. However, 2K could revive it at any point. I don't Sorry, know. first clues are always supposed to be vague. Well, I know it's not Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Actually. So I know that was on the list for this year. Um, is this Crisis? It's not Crisis. Have an idea, but I'll take the second clue. I also have a secondary idea. Okay. Uh, so, second clue. The protagonist finds himself in the ruined underwater city of Rapture, which is supposed to be an isolated utopia. Obviously, something went wrong. Bioshock. Yep. Yep. Bioshock. Yep. All right. <clears throat> This is an interesting trend. So uh, just just before we get into this, this isn't true for the last year, but the first four ye like four years when we've done this last time, you guys didn't pick the same games. So like when I just clear things out, I just didn't make everything zeros for the like this PVE thing, right? So I have a uh I have a um, <laughs> uh, like a like a history thing here, and you guys have picked the same games like A and C, B and C combination of the same years a lot. So that's funny. I mean, you do always pick C though, Sasha. Yeah. This isn't the case. And he always decides to mess with me at some point in the right. game. So game B uh, for two thousand fifteen. The release of this game to worldwide audiences when the base game never released outside of Japan caused a common misconception that many other titles released, uh, uh, that the only titles that released outside of Japan were expansions. Had to word that a little differently. Sounds like a Nintendo game. Is this Monster Hunter Generations? All right, so, second clue? Sure. <laughs> All right. Two new weapons were added to the series with this title. While many games uh, since have released, the Insect Glaive and Charge Blade oh. have been newest oh. weapons still. I will give you my my guess, because I don't know. <laughs> this is 4 slash 4 ultimate. Yes. Yeah. Four Ultimate is the one that started the rumors that we only ever got expansions in Monster Hunter when it is only Four Ultimate the, the only time that we only got an expansion. That's that's what that vague first clue was. Second clue, as someone who knows Monster Hunter, they know it's Four Ultimate the moment you get there. So, two. All right, so how did we do against ourselves? We got three, two, five. 
six, eight, ten. You were two points short of your original total, Sasha. Um, and you beat yourself by seven, Ace. <laughs> Whoop de doo. <laughs> Alrighty. So are you ready to hear the clues that were missed? Yes. Alright. So for Where in the World the Carmen San Diego, we did not get clue two or three. Clue two was gameplay involved investigating a heist and learning clues about where in the world the next crime was going to be committed. I mean that yep. <laughs> if I hadn't already suspected based on like the sort of geographical hint, I w- that right. would have just then- blowing it out of the water right and clue three the first entry in the series led to a popular tv show introducing many american children to the large red hat and trench coat would be the third clue all right so you guys got duck hunt on the first clue so the next two clues were in all three game modes shooting the targets is the goal and not shooting enough will result in a game over the requirement of how many to shoot is closer to the total with each subsequent round. So you got to get more and more as time goes. Mm-hmm. And the last clue is, while the namesake of the game are the flying ducks, many fans connected with the loyal yet sarcastic dog. Um, no points were made on Excite Bike, so we heard all of those clues. Um, we got the Sonic Spinball on clue two. The last clue is my jokey one. So, being a Sonic spinoff, pause for laughter, it puts Sonic in a uh, pinball, uh, at the pinball, fighting through a machine to stop it. Dr. Robotnik, much like the other video game characters, having their own spin, pause for groans, on pinball. (laughs) Um... Okay, Uh, we heard everything of Secret of Mana, uh, because that was not got. We got it on the second clue for Disney's Aladdin, so the last clue was many characters from the movie Abu, Genie, Jafar, Jasmine, and the Sultan appear, but only the poor street rat is playable. Uh, Pepsi Man uh, was made for the last clue, so we heard everything. Uh, we did all of DK64. Um, we didn't... Did we get... We didn't do the last clue for Resident Evil 3. We, You got it on 2. So, the last clue for Resident Evil 3 is... Although many points of Resident Evil 4 being the first in the series to be action-oriented... This installment was, installment was purposely designed to have more enemies and stray more from horror into action. So it was directly telling you it was a Resident Evil series at this point. Mm-hmm. All right, God of War two. Um, this is why this hurt Ace. I said the second game of this uh, series a couple times. The first two clues. Well, that's the thing, like. Like I said, I've only ever played the PS4 one, and, like, Mm -hmm. I know that some of the games have, like, non-chronological names, because there's, like, isn't there God of War Ascension, and, like... Those all take place way before God of War 1, unfortunately. 
Yeah. So like, so, I would uh, have no. Originally, no clue. they came out right, but all of those came out after three, between two and three, or like after three or something like like they were all like when God of War came out, it was one, two, and then all the bleh, and then three. Um, so uh, the third clue that we didn't get was Kratos once again must face impossible odds but this time as the demigod he's become using Athena's blades and other weapons he wages war upon the Greek god seeking vengeance so again very direct clue Um, so the Bioshock the last clue was some of the most iconic enemies in video games from this time are the box uh, arts iconic big daddies, the diver suits with a drill, and their counterpart little sister, small creepy girls with dresses and bows. Would you kindly? Sure. I don't. I never play the games, so. Well, that's that's. I guess that's a reference. Spoilers yeah. to a game that's old. Um. The, like one of the main characters in the game uses would you kindly to manipulate mm. you through the whole entire game to subtly manipulate you it's operant conditioning mm-hmm. gotcha I assume it's the guy who made the city the antagonist I actually haven't played the game I've, only, I've seen the it, I've seen that on a list of uh, best well, gaming well fooey on you though. then <laughs> thinking I would get answers alright <laughs> Uh, so for Assassin's Creed, we still had clues B and, uh, B, two and three, um, to, to hear, cause you guys got it on the first one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the second clue was while stealth is key to survival, the player is very adept at hand-to-hand combat with many enemies using counters and lethal combos to slay them. Yeah. And then... Uh, the third clue was Altair, the pr- uh, protagonist, is tasked with eliminating targets, often with his hidden blade strapped to his wrist, sacrificing his sa- finger to, to conceal it. Assassin's Creed. It's pretty known about that series. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dying Light was got on the second clue. So the last clue was featuring gunplay and parkour. This game made by Techland and published by WB, sold extremely well and broke records for its type of game, defeating the previous holder in its genre, The Evil Within. So, it to date is the biggest selling survival horror game. Uh, Four Ultimate was achieved on Clue 2. Um... Clue 3 was most uh, titles depict the flagship monster of the series on their cover. However, since the game was never released stateside, the the base game's flagship monster, Gormagala, appears on the North American box art instead of the dubbed Steve, a.k.a. Seregios, both of which appear in the latest title for the first time in the current generation of games. So both of them referring to, like, they're they're both in Sunbreak. Yeah, I just I just got my my years mixed up. Because that was yeah, also like fine. when I was done with my sophomore year of college when I got back into the game. Also when I moved up to Green Bay. So My first my first game that I got to dive in after having a kid was 4 Ultimate. 
CZ was born October 2014, 2015, like February or January, this came out, and it was the first time I was able to like play a game. Like, <laughs> as, uh, as some people know, newborns are a lot of work. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, no and way. The Witcher. They don't. Yeah. They don't just sit there and babble on in their little baby talk. Uh, you'd be surprised, dude. You'd be surprised how many people think that babies are supposed to be fun and easy. Um, for the record, to my girls, no, I don't like babies. <laughs> I say that to them all the time because they love babies. Like you liked me as a baby, I was like, I tolerated you. <laughs> That's because you were mine. All right. Um, I think we just needed the last clue for Witcher 3. So the last clue was, uh, while the combat and other systems were still not the best in the Western RPG genre, they were far improved in the Wild Hunt. However, the story, quest, and the world were highly praised, so much so that now a, a current Netflix series exists in no small part due to CD Projekt Red's work on uh, to bring this Polish story to the world. So a lot of clues in that one to point at The Witcher 3, including using the subtitle of The Wild Hunt. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so you guys want to hear the games that were not picked, the whole list of 50 games that I found. Yeah, so, sure. For uh, 1985, and of course you're going to hear the ones that we did pick. So, Where in the World is Carmen Sandiego, Super Mario Bros., Duck Hunt, The Oregon Trail, Ultima 4, Ice Climber, Excite Bike, Golf, Hogan's Alley, and Soccer. See how I had to pick some of those? It's literally Golf, Soccer. Like, like I'd, like I remember seeing those on the list too, and I was like... Well, that's going to be real fucking egregious if that's on the that's actually one of them. Cuz then I'm going to be like thinking like is it is it Madden? Is it like FIFA? Nope, they're just called the name of the sport. Yeah, just generic <laughs> generic ass title. Uh so 1993, uh the choices were Doom, yep. Mega Man X, Sonic Spinball, Secret of Mana, Super Mario All-Stars, Zelda Link's Awakening, which was our bonus one, Kirby's Adventure, which was the first Kirby, in case you don't know, Star Fox, NBA Jam, and Disney's Aladdin. 1999, here were the choices. Super Smash Bros., Pepsi Man, Pokemon Snap, Ape Escape, Driver, Soul Calibur, Donkey Kong 64, Resident Evil 3, EverQuest, and Silent Hill. 2007, Lost Planet Extreme Condition, God of War 2, Bioshock, Assassin's Creed. As you saw, I roll all of them in a row on that one. Uh, Monster Hunter Freedom 2, Neverwinter Nights 2, The Orange Box, Hellgate London, The Witcher, and Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Which is Call of Duty 4. Yep. And 2015, the uh, the games that were almost there, Dying Light, Evolve, Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate, Bloodborne, Mortal Kombat X, 
Goat Simulator, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, Splatoon, Goats. Heroes of the Storm, and Undertale. Yes, Goat Simulator came out in 2015. And on, it was a thing. <laughs> on one of the lists, I forget the year, I think it might have been 2007, freaking uh, Bloons Tower Defense showed up, and I was like, I don't think that's going to be on the list. Alrighty. So that is, that is uh, quiz number eight done. Um, how do you guys feel about that one? I think that went a lot better than we expected, being a lot of older years. Yeah, I think that was yeah. a high. That was a high point game. I think what I've learned is that on the older years, I should just not study. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did better than like okay. having a biased, like a biased list of like games in my head and then thinking it's going to be one of those and... yeah mm-hmm. yeah of course there you know there's always going to be my bias seeping in i mean right? I, I i did see doom and expected doom was going to be in this <laughs> yes however my bias aside doom was a huge game in the industry <laughs> yeah. so it had to be in there <laughs> it just didn't get picked I will also say, Sasha, um, if you like, if you like Eldritch Horror, Bloodborne is definitely one of the, one of the games to go to. I've I've seen Bloodborne. My husband has played it. Yeah, I was going to say this is this is along the lines of uh, what her husband plays because he played Elden Ring. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have I've started Elden Ring, but didn't get very far, and then other, I started playing other stuff, and now. Monster Hunter is taking over, so. Mhm, mhm, yeah, it is. It, it certainly will be. Like I said, I hurried up and finished Link's Awakening before release day. <laughs> um, I don't know how many hours I put in yet, but we'll get there. So, um, uh, any comments to like anything that you like to see change before we do the next one, which will be number nine, and this is July, so the next one's August. I'm good. I I like the format. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, how do we feel about if we just have two doing that that third game as part of the normal show? Um, we could consider that. That would give an advantage to the person going first, but unless still still happen. If you wanted to do the third game as like a free for all, like just read the clues off with like a ten second break in between the second clue and the third clue. And we sure. Just guess it. Hopefully, though, hopefully though, we won't continue to have this problem. We'll have three people participating. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So this is just backup. Um. So yeah. Um. Okay. So uh, thank you, Sasha, for joining us. Um. I don't want to kick you off, but no, you guys. No, I'm get. You guys have. <laughs> your discussion about monster hunter and have a good rest of your night bye have a good night get some sleep don't forget to upload the audio (laughs) i will not forget bye-bye see ya (laughs) all righty so the other part of our show tonight we're going to be talking about basically sunbreak that's the rest of the show um so to lead off um 
Ace, you got this launch day, but you couldn't play till later in launch day. How nope. far are you? No, I got it launch day. Uh, I was able to do like an hour or two before I was like, uh, I'm still really tired. I need to go to sleep. Yes. And then uh, I woke up, played like one more quest, then I got ready for work and went into work. And then for the next okay. eight hours, I was like pining just to get back to to play. True. So how far have you gotten? Uh, I have gotten into Master Rank 3, I believe. So okay. I've gotten past uh, Garen Gulm. Uh, let me just confirm that since I'm right in the so zone. Yep, you Master and I Rank are three. probably in the same spot. I literally beat Garen Gollum and then did a low rank quest. And then we started the show. Nice. How did you like his uh, fight? I think it's pretty pretty interesting. He's huge, by the way, too. He, yeah, he is huge. So, yeah, so Garen Golem being the first new monster that you fight, uh, I would say Hermitar, for people, some people, is new, right? He's he's the introduction into G-Rank. Um, then first, you get Blood Orange. First non-subspecies or returning monster new yes yeah yeah yeah. that's but then i'm saying like brand new monster like Mm -hmm. original monster fresh minted yeah blood orange um is unique and it is worth mentioning him he is a new monster technically because he is a subspecies that hasn't existed yet so i don't discount him the funny story is you know me and crown hunting um now, you were right. So, Hermitar was crown hunted within two hunts, within three kills of mm-hmm. of Hermitar. Daimyo Hermitar. Uh, and then Blood Orange, I didn't check, and I haven't posted it yet. I keep forgetting to post it. But it's pretty early, too. Like, Chance and I both have those crowned. Because um, I've only really been playing either by myself or with Chance mm-hmm. um, due to the family stuff going on. So... So, um, I mean, have, it definitely so, seems like with the dual quest, they either have it set to give you the crowns or they have the odds dialed way up compared to right. Because you, know, you also you guys, have what you crowned. guys went through trying to crown on in base rise because that was oh, uh, yeah. that was a horror no, I'm show. I'm the only for one that actually, <laughs> I'm the only one that actually finished it. Chance did not finish crown hunting, so mm-hmm. um, I would say. As much as it sucked doing like the 200 plus great boggies that we did, I don't think he was the worst. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a terribly difficult monster. We were still learning what was possible at the time because dual, dual quests and base rise were not the answer uh, right. for crown hunting. So, but we didn't know that there wasn't any. And once I started doing this really weird, like, targeted crown hunting thing that I learned from some videos online where you had to like test out every different kind of quest and see which one had the best ratio and then go after those quests. Unless Mm -hmm. you reset the game, then it reset the ratio and you had to find out the quests again. Like I would say probably the worst one was Valstrax for me. 
Yeah. Based fair. on the level of difficulty and then also the fact that I I think I'm not positive, but I think I breached 100 getting him. But he it was either him or Somnicanth. I went 167 with mm. the the improved mechanics. I think Somnicanth was that. Uh I but I do remember Valstrax being just both difficult and also terrible to get. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh I also finally bridged away from using my uh, go-to set that is pretty much all just Narga. Because um, now I've mm-hmm. rearranged my set and it basically uh, basically just all hinges on uh, what weapon I'm using. And then I slot out the, slot out the uh, talisman based on that. And that basically gets me what I need. I have Heartbreaker 3 on my Talisman. I don't think that's ever changing. Unless I find one that has, like, Focus 3. Uh, yeah. And some Heartbreaker. Mine, like, my my gems have... Mine usually have two slots of uh, Heartbreaker, and then I've been usually getting away with a piece of armor that has Heartbreaker. I don't, I don't consider a set that doesn't have full Focus or and Heartbreaker. Like, I don't even consider it. I don't... Like I, I, it is not a possibility. <laughs> um. So, so how long did it take you to upgrade your armor? Like, what? Where were, were you in MR three before you changed any armor? Or, um, where uh, were I you? was in, I was in Master Rank two, I think. Okay. Before I Same changed, here. because, uh, just based on the skills that were available, um, I just didn't feel like going for it, and like no. I'm yeah. familiar enough with my my set that I felt comfortable enough keeping it despite technically having lower defense stats, but I mean I think I'm yeah hovering still around similar defensive stats, but uh not too big a deal. I mean all the pieces that I currently have are upgraded to their max level, which is like I think what like three levels right now mm-hmm. two or three levels is what you can upgrade on some of the armor pieces until you start getting into further master rank i believe at least Probably, so far yeah. that's been my experience um i don't know i i enjoy my evade extender three and sure part I mean, breaker so you you get you get so far in the game you know learning how to play rise on certain things in that vein i didn't upgrade until i found the baroth armor and Mm -hmm. the baroth armor is had enough of the guard uh what is it the perfect guard where you get the offensive guard no offensive guard you're right okay um that i was like ooh. I like that skill. We're going for it. So <laughs> I did that, and I went full Baroth, but then uh, I realized Mind's Eye 2 is a requirement for me as well. I do not like bouncing on Greatsword. If you do a big attack and you hit the wrong thing and you bounce on Greatsword, you're done. You'll get hit. You know. The, mm-hmm. So I Mind's Eye 2 is a requirement for me. Two or better. So what I ended up doing is Baroth, uh, I was slotting in Mind's Eye. And then looking around, I saw that the that the the G rank Roggy set 
the gloves give you mind's eye too. <clears throat> and also poison resist too. So I was like, mind's eye too. Let's do it. This, this is going to be an interesting episode. Because right now with the discussion, I can hear like frogs, I think, in the background of yours. Mm-hmm. Um, in the background right now, uh, there's fireworks going off for me. Mm. So <clears throat> You can also probably hear my dog scratching at the door because he's not in here. I haven't heard that. I hear the frogs, though. Um, so, um, that, that being said, so we, we started off talking about Garengolm. So like overall, what is your like good monster, great monster, amazing monster? Like there's no bad. I don't think he's a bad monster, but I think it's great. I didn't have a, I fought him with a great sword too. Um, same here, of course. Yeah, I mean, I've sword. been, I've been swapping <laughs> back and forth so far because I started out with, uh, insect glaive, uh, mm-hmm. bounced around a hunting horn, long sword, great sword. So, I'm just sort of spreading everything yeah. around right now. Um, yeah, I mean, it went pretty well. There were a few times where, uh, he came close to uh, carding me, especially that. Uh, his ultimate move where he like smashes Claps. his two two fists yeah. fists slash hooves together and it has like a giant orb explosion. That almost got yeah. me. Um and a few other times he's he almost got me, but I managed to stave off being carded. Um he also I think it's easier interesting than I expected him to be, honestly. Like I took mm-hmm. him down pretty quickly. <laughs> Like, I didn't expect that to go so well. You know what I mean? Like, it's the well, first I... time you're on the Citadel map, so I was exploring that a little bit, and then I walk in there, and I still sub finished sub-15. I was like, oh, okay, that feels quick. Well, I think I think it, that's due in part because of his size. Because yeah. I'd say it's easier to dodge him. But if you do get hit, it does hit for a lot, usually. I so, did get hit by the 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 clap you were talking about, the the sort of like ending combo thing where he knocks his fist together. And that did a sizable amount of damage. But I really didn't take a lot of damage before that. Like I got hit a couple mm-hmm. times. Now I do have a fairly high defensive stat because Baroth armor also gives defense boost. So mm-hmm. I'm sitting at like a defense boost level four or five, which is gives you the percent bonus bonus as well. So like a pretty high defense because of that set. Mm-hmm. So that might've been part of it, but it, it was, <clears throat> it was probably three quarters of my health when that thing hit. And Fair enough. Yeah. yeah, it was, it was a lot. Yeah, it was a bigger hit was, than anything else. I think I was around three quarters to maybe like four fifths of my health gone. Um, I mean, it's definitely easy to get out of the way of a lot of attacks when you have Evade X-3 on because, like, I can just roll right. roll away from most of it. Um, yeah, I can't. I had to push block. I tried to push block it, too. And uh, you can't push block that. You just get hit. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't expect so. Yeah. Um, 
<clears throat> I definitely uh, Jeez. definitely had to uh, relearn Daimyo Hermitar at first because he he's got some new stuff. He's yeah, got some he, brand new stuff. He knocked me down pretty pretty quickly. I've I think I've carded to him at least once maybe in subsequent quests on the first one on the first quest I was like so oh 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 okay I need to get my shit together cuz I'm I'm not doing well here especially uh especially with a that like switch up jump that he does where he like mm-hmm. does a little hop in the air and then twists it in midair and jams his claw down into the ground uh yep and then also his uh his uh rush up from the ground with his claws where he like does yeah, the that's, pin move. That's not that's new, but that's always times. bad. That, yeah. yeah, that's not new, but it, it's still rough. Like it's hard to if you don't know it's coming, um if you're not already running, like that's very hard to avoid because you can't block it like you just have to dodge well. And mm-hmm. dodging won't always do it because that has a long hitbox. Like you can't dodge through it. Like you got to dodge out of it. Right. Um, let's see. Uh, Blood Orange Bishaton and Bishaton are interesting. Uh, yeah. They're, I find their uh, flop down attacks where they just like go completely Smash. flat on the ground. Uh, kind of mm-hmm. unfortunate for them because that leaves them open to a lot of uh, counter attack because of how how slow right. they are to get, get back hit, up from that. If you get hit by it, Bishop John, when he does it, usually is paralysis or poison, which can be very devastating of a hit when he does that. The mm-hmm. Blood Orange, it's just a line of fire that goes across the ground, kind of like some weird napalm carpet bombing. But... Um, that can be very damaging, well, especially if you don't have a good fire resistance. But, like, if you avoid it, yeah, he's just laying on the ground. Like, don't hit me. That's Please. that's why I say that, because, like like I said, having Evade Extender 3-odd makes it very easy to get out of the way of attacks. And uh, oftentimes what, what ends up happening is that I roll out of the way, and then I just immediately roll right back. And when, mm-hmm. when he does that belly belly flop i could just roll out of the way roll right back and then just start wailing at him so it makes it easy to deal deal quite a bit of damage in that interval while it's down on the ground so right so sorry i'm typing something um the uh the monsters haven't been too challenging yet i feel like however I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm like over preparing myself too. like, I'm still drinking mm-hmm. like the, I'm still drinking like the drink demon drugs and armor drugs and, um, it's the stuff like that. Like before every quest, because mm-hmm. they can hit hard. Any monster can hit hard. The, the, even though I was prepared, um, I still found the Arzorus quest, the double Arzorus quest, very surprising. Because I was mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, these are hitting hard. Now, what I did do is I normally don't do this. Uh, 
Um, hold on. Uh oh. Sorry. I know. I'm just trying to trying to uh, set up things like we've been talking about. So. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, so I I normally don't watch reviews for Monster Hunter because mm-hmm. I had found out a long time ago. Most people, A, don't know how to play the game. B, I don't agree with how they play the game and or don't really care to hear their opinion. Or C, it's an echo chamber. Like, there's, I feel like there's nothing to be gained for me watching a Monster Hunter review. Or. Like, I'm sold. Or, or D, in the case of uh, the uh, Iceborne review that I read in... I guess in a certain sense became triggered by uh, they do the whole yep. uh, but think of the monsters yes. train yeah. when it's and that would be in 2019 yes. when it's A a video game and B they aren't real because it's a video game yes and C video games don't transition to real life just like in the same way that they don't make you a mass shooter they don't make you an animal abuser so Mm -hmm. let's just dispel this notion (laughs) true um so i i I watched some reviews uh this time around and it wasn't it wasn't necessarily because i was like oh i'm worried about the game or anything I was just mm. curious because a lot of people got this a lot earlier than we did. So I watched two people's reviews. I watched uh, Super Rad and I watched Eric's. Mm-hmm. And both of them, I was more or less just sort of looking at, okay, so what's some things that I haven't really thought about or that kind of thing. And I will say, uh, audience, if you're listening, how... You probably have listened to Super Rad's content more than us because he's a lot more popular than us. But in case you haven't, he has a very decent review that I would consider um, something to check out if you're on the fence about Sunbreak. Um, it's a very non-spoiler review, which I enjoyed because I, well, I am still trying to keep somewhat spoiler-free. Mm-hmm. Um, I am taking it very slow in comparison to most of the community. Um, and Ace and I are pretty on key because it's busy lives or whatever. Um, I don't think you and I have been trying to take it slow, but just the way the life is so far. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I, I, I just didn't like one, one of the things that I heard and is that a, it's still super easy. Um, however, I, I also heard, sure, I, I'll just keep talking. Um, however, I also heard that even though it is super easy, all the monsters are a lot faster. Um, and to be fair, I don't think that makes it super easy. So that's what kind of surprised me. The Arzorus quest is I didn't really have like uh, I knew things are faster, but like that does make it more difficult. Like I had to, there is not a lot of downtime and ours are especially is a slow monster. So having it go from, 
I, whatever speed it used to be to how quick it attacks and doesn't rest between attacks as much now was quite a difference uh, to me, like very different. Um, so that kind of that kind of spawned um, like my opinion, like real quick of me like, OK, no, this is this is going to be tough. Now, I've made it through. I've carded a few times, but. I've not really had any super challenging fights yet, but I don't think you are in the early uh, G rank quests or master rank quests. Um, I don't think it's supposed to be super challenging, um, but I can see how you can get there, especially with old monsters can surprising you with both new moves and just a faster speed and better combos. So <clears throat> it's looking like it's going to be quite a challenging time later on even if it isn't right now um i will say that i did do i i am doing my usual full clear of a, of a rank of quest before i move on so i'm doing a lot of similar hunts and sort of learning them pretty well so like if you like for me blood orange i fought him the first time but I ended up fighting him like four or five more times pretty soon after that. So I got to learn to fight pretty well and you kind of stopped having any sort of trouble uh, figuring him out pretty early on because you just fight it enough, you know the fight. So, and that's kind of the way it's been so far. I would say Garen Golem is the last thing I fought that was challenging. Um, the only thing I have fought since Garen Golem was a low rank quest because... <laughs> Making uh, G-Rank gear, apparently some of the trees don't have, the weapon trees don't have a good enough node to go back to. So I was actually missing low rank parts to try to make a separate branch of a high rank greatsword. So kind of needed that. Um, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's not uncommon. I mean, that happened a lot in Iceborne. A lot of people needed those parts by a lot and they ended up having to go back to low rank to get those that's kind of what's happening here boy i'm glad you're back i was almost out of uh <laughs> monologue there but um what i was saying basically saying is you know the monsters got a lot faster as mm -hmm. a result and in seeing that in practice i think the game in general is harder because of the monsters being faster and i can see down the line that being a problem for difficulty not not like a mm -hmm. ooh a problem with the game a problem is in like you're used to certain fights and now they're faster so you're gonna have to relearn those fights like a, yeah. like a master rank valstrax i think will be very troubling for me well, like we could always we can always partner up that way uh you at least have some uh, meat bodies to uh, distract it. Well, I mean, I'm sure I could do it eventually, right? Like, I did the advanced Valstrax on my own. Like, I'm not I'm not worried. I'm just saying, like, I think it is more difficult than people have been saying. Because we're not to that level yet. Like, mm -hmm. as much as you make an Arzorus faster, it's more challenging. Yeah. Oh, did you see the meme I did, by the way? The, yes. the diehard meme? I don't think so. Is it on Twitter? Yeah. So I made a meme that was like, uh, there's a there's a line in Die Hard. It's like, 
hey, come to LA, have a few drinks, we'll have a good time. Like, and he's crawling through a vent, sort of like muttering to himself, like how it's supposed to be a good time, yet he's like dealing with this scenario. So I was referencing that in the meme. So it's mm. like, it's like, hey, come to Master Rank, oh, yeah. you'll have a good time. Uh, basically, when you get into the to the double Arzorus quest, I was not prepared for them to be that fast. I didn't cart, but like at the same time, I was like, this is harder than I expected. Like mm. I was just expecting here to whap some Master Rank Arzorus and be done with this quest and out. And I was like, nope, I actually got to try. I, you know, I didn't die, but them being that fast, I was like, ooh, that's, there's not as much downtime. So, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, how, do, so like, how have you, have you, do, have you done every quest so far, or have you just been, sort um, of I've done quests? everything in tier one, or in Master Rank mm-hmm. one. I've got a handful of stuff in two to do, and then the rest of three, because I just, I've only done, yeah, I didn't do anything yet. in three. So, yeah, I just did Garen Golem. The only hunt I've done post Garen Golem was I did a Loyrake Somnicamp because to get some of the master rank, some there's a split tree of greatsword for Somnicamp, mm-hmm. which I I know is going to be Aurora Somnicamp because I can see it's an ice mm-hmm. one. But the build point for Somnicamp isn't there, so I had to start at the base of the tree mm-hmm. and. I didn't have to. The, the original Somnicanth Greatsword that is just sleep uh, is there. You can build from that point, but you need fins. And I didn't have enough Somnicanth mm. fins. So I started from the beginning of the tree, hoping that the upgrade had less fins. It does have less fins. However, I still don't have that many fins. <laughs> so I went back to a low rank Somnicanth, cleared it in like two mm. minutes, um, didn't get a fin, and then I we came on here. Yeah. Um, I got ready to record. So I'm probably going to be farming some low rank Somnicanth for mm-hmm. fins so that I can make a Somnicanth greatsword down the line. <laughs> so, well, I mean, it's been... I, I still at some point want to make the Anteca rack, uh, long sword and that I need to go back mm-hmm. and get like, so I think just some pelts for, so there's definitely a bit of a bit yeah. of that that I'll need to do as well. Um, so, ha- have you felt about um, the new mechanics so far? Like like switch skills? Do you use the switch skills? Uh, how do you mean, like the active switching them? Do or... you actually? Yeah, do you actually skill swap during fights? Uh, I tried it with the greatsword, but I don't know that I'm doing it right, or that I've. I'm not sure what it changed with the greatsword. Um, is it like the, the charge attack? You said it. You you, you can set what what changes what. Oh, like so you can. So I'll probably have to go so back to the, the tutorial for that to set that because, I mean, for the most part with the weapons, I have the switch skills set to what I already like. So, I mean... Yes, that's that's kind of been my point, is that I've messed with it, and I do it from time to time just to switch things up, mm-hmm. right? But, like, 
there's no reason why I don't want push block, right? Mm-hmm. My other one, I try. I even set it to push block, and it defaulted back to shoulder charge. And I'm like, no, I don't. I don't want this. I want the push block. I want to block. I don't want to take a bunch of mm-hmm. damage, even though I'm sort of pseudo pushing through it. Um, like, uh, it's it, so when you do it, which is just the wire bug button, so L two, and um, and then X and A. Mm-hmm. At the same time, does the switch. And then if you do that and press B, you get a free dodge. So I have used that once or twice to actually dodge out of something. Because Greatsword, it's kind of hard yeah. to uh, to get out of things. So it's either yeah, I block or I dodge. And if I need to dodge further, I have done that once or twice. Um, so there's that. Um, but... As far as like actually switching skills, no. I want to do what I did do and I I did get buffs to so you know the thing I always use, the jump up and slash. I don't remember what they call it, but you bounce off of them and come down and slash. Mm-hmm. Everyone always uses something else. And I was using that for a long time and they super buffed that. It does more damage. It costs one wire bug instead of two now. Like oh, I, I'm able I have uh, probably one of my best uh great sword combos in a while um i think it was on garen doing that uh i don't think on that it was just a happy accident where he got put to sleep uh then i did the full three Mm. three charge and i think it was either 13 or 1500 damage somewhere in there yeah i did i did the one of those to him and it was 1500 damage um, I didn't know what he was weak against, so I went with a poison greatsword, so I had no elemental advantage. I was just poisoning mm-hmm. him. Um, but uh, my record right now, I think, was 1,986 damage on a single hit. Nice, nice. So I, I, I've been I've been quite happy with with the with the damage uh, and the buffs because greatsword got buffed across the board. So, there's been a lot of other buffs too, but Longsword got nerfs, which I thought was cool. I mean, like, okay, there's yeah. Longsword is already sort of known as the favorite, and super good. Some people call it the weeb yeah. stick, others call it like easy mode. I mean, it already has essentially. I mean, I had CC use it. Huh? I had CC uh-huh. use it. Uh, and she tried to fight a Magnamala today by herself, and she felt, kind of felt overwhelmed. It's like she couldn't finish it. She got she gets very upset if she starts to lose. It's something we're working on. But you know, I played for her and showed her around a little bit, and I was like, I've not played Longsword and Rise since the demo for mm-hmm. Rise, and I was able to pick it up really quick and sort of show her some ropes. Yeah. Like I mean, for me, Longsword mid. Um, mm-hmm. I'd say the switch skills are extra useful on that, especially the one mm-hmm. where you do uh, two circular slashes and then it has, like, the after effect. Um, and then also mm-hmm. timing out the uh, counter where you just mm-hmm. absorb the damage and then counter with a one large slash. Those two, I would say, would probably be the yeah. most useful of the skills to use for her. So... Well, she doesn't have Sunbreak, right? They're so, in the original, though. She's not so. that... 
They are? Okay. Well, she's also not that far. We're doing like we're doing like the three star Magnamalo urgent. Okay. Is what she was doing. So but she got she got overwhelmed. She didn't end up finishing the quest. And I tried to show her the ropes. She was just mm-hmm. upset. Because she's she was also upset with me because she wanted to buy a Minecraft mod and I've already bought her two games <laughs> this week. I'm like, no. I'm not buying you another mm-hmm. mod. You got she wanted Monster Crown, so she got that, and she also wanted the Spyro Reignited Trilogy, mm. and it was on sale. I wasn't going to get it for her, but it was on sale, and I was like, <laughs> all right, fine. So she was making a fuss, and she's like, fine, I'll play Monster Hunter, and I'll do it by myself. And she was being all, I'm going to do this. And I was like, cool, do it. And I wasn't, like, being mean or anything. I was like, yeah, learn learn how to play, you know. Mm-hmm. Do good. And she just, she fell apart. <laughs> but she's only yeah. seven. So, um, so, so far I would say I've been having a pretty good time. I, like I said, I have only really played with chance at this point and by myself. Um, I know some people on the discord have been wanting to play. And part of that is I don't want to leave chance out. Mm-hmm. Like it, it wasn't until today that he was able to play with other people because, uh, internet problems with his switch mm-hmm. and, you know, just internet problems in general in the house. You've, You've known that. Like, we yeah. don't have great internet sometimes. Although, since we got upgraded, we haven't had any problems. But he was still, I don't know, gun-shy about it. Mm. So we've just been playing locally in the living room. Um, he was giving me crap for progressing without me. But I was like, I mean, you are currently progressing without me with your friends. Yeah. As you were talking. So, <laughs> but, I mean, he was just, again, just giving me crap. Not like he was being mm-hmm. serious. Um, but for the most part, we've been playing together. Um, how do you feel about the follow requests? Have you done those, those yet? Those I think are interesting. Um, well, it's the follower and then the, uh, what, partner quest or whatever? Because there's two different versions. Yeah, I, they're, 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 they're basically the same thing. One of them you get to bring one person and one of them you get to bring two mm-hmm. people is essentially it. Yeah, um, I think it's kind of cool just to give, uh, you know, people who are doing single player some options other than just palico right. and palamute to be able to you know have at least a little bit of a breath especially once you get later in the game and start dealing with some of the more difficult monsters because i mean i obviously haven't gotten to it yet but like vals valstrax uh luna garon a lot of those seem like they're going to be pretty Okay. Pretty rough. <laughs> Pretty quick. I was just watching Cappuccino because she was perched like she was going to jump on something or trying to jump down and just wasn't doing anything. So I was like, please don't get tangled mm. in the cords and pull like the laptop and everything down. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it definitely, I, I think it's definitely an interesting way of like providing more variety in the game and giving people who like like you guys used to may not have the most stable internet connection, some options to progress and not necessarily get stuck on something. But then again, for sure, those are only in their own tier. You can't do that for, um, just the normal, the normal quests. So there is that too. It might be a good learning tool. Here's how to fight the monster better, mm-hmm. kind of thing. 
Um, I think they're they. You get some interesting insight into the characters. They're actually building characters once in the mm-hmm. game, doing these quests. Now, granted, you get the generic sort of dialogue. Like I've had the same two people go on a quest a couple times, and you get the same beginning and ending dialogue between each other. Um, which is okay. Uh, it's not like you're. And like I'm looking for some in-depth character development all the time in Monster Hunter. But there's more than there was. Like, mm-hmm. you're actually getting to know some of these people. Um, like, I actually enjoy um, Dame Fionn. What's her name? Fiorain or something like that. Fiorain, yeah. I'm actually enjoying her as a character. She seems actually kind of interesting for one, like mm-hmm. for an NPC for once. Um like, uh, there's the other girl that that has a bow gunner. Yeah, she's okay. Like, I, I'm not really. It's just it's it's actually interesting to see some more than just surface personality that we usually mm-hmm. get. You know what I mean? And those those quests actually provide some context to that of like, hey, let's go out hunting and like, oh, I haven't been hunting in a while, so it's like there's actually some sort of like life. Yeah, and they. Stuff and they actually it. ride around on palmutes and move around the area too, so they just actually like you. they yeah. actually feel like they have a presence that isn't just sort of shallow. Like I felt it was with uh, Aiden in uh, Iceboard with the Fatalis hunt. Yeah, because yeah, he he's largely sort of yeah there. he's largely stationary between the ground and then moving to cannon position. Or bowgun, or a yeah. uh, ballista position. If he does, I don't even remember if he does yeah. ballista at all. But I know he does cannon at one point, I think. It's been a long time. Yeah. So, I yeah, 2020. I don't know. Um, the, um, I don't know, those seem kind of cool. Um... I, I kind of enjoy the extra. I thought the Palicos and Palamutes would be leveling up more, and they don't. You get to un- unlock new skills and stuff, mm-hmm. but you don't. They don't level up any, which is okay. Um, I do enjoy the new tool for the Palamute that I got. That is like a silk bind attachment. Mm-hmm. So like you know when you're riding and you knock them into a wall and they're bound by silk to the area and they can't fly away and it's kind of a good att- opportunity to attack mm-hmm. them. The dog just shoots a bunch of silk at them and does that every once in a while now. Sort of like locks the monster in place. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm good. I like this. Uh, I took away the biting jaws that, that sort of like the dog bites them and leaves the jaws on there. They keep doing damage every time. I took that skill away for the silk bind thing. And it seems pretty good. Um, so, you know, there's... I'm trying to get back in the mentality of doing like the Argosi and that kind of stuff. Cause I, 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 I got to the point when I was crown hunting, I didn't want to deal with mm-hmm. those. So I just like undid everything. So I had no notifications. I would just hunt, no gathering stuff, anything like right. that. So trying to get back into that mentality. Although there isn't yet any sort of new gems. It's all sort of going back and doing the same meldings. Yeah. Although now there's quick melding. Have you ran into that yet? The quick melding? I don't think I have, no. I 
So you I recently can just unloaded a bunch of my, uh, I think, Defender level nine tickets into into yeah. just the the last one, the the mysterious meld or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm gonna probably hold off on more melding until we get some better skills. Have you? So have you got to utilize a bunch of the four slot gems yet or not? Because like my armor set has three of them, and I'm using. I, once I was using one, and I actually had to farm to use the second one. But the third one is just a dumb skill that I don't care. Not about. Not quite like, yet. No. Uh, still need to. Okay. Still need to get some of the more of the monsters down to be able to get that. Um, or at least ones that are useful to me. Because um, I think on sure. one of my on my set, uh, I have a four slot, but I slotted in like a hard defense jewel or something like that, which is like a two slot. Yeah. So it'll probably take a little bit more before I start seeing some value out of that. Okay. See, so okay. Um, so again, with just the three new monsters and, you know, obviously master rank of stuff, how do you feel about the equipment and stuff so far? Is it interesting or is it all kind of just like, eh, I'm liking it. I mean, cause I have a lot more varied of a set between species because like I've got two of the, uh, blood orange Bishiton pieces on me quick pop in. I mean, I was full Baroth, and then I went to change one. Yeah, because I've got uh, and that's it. Bonehelm X, Orangutan Male Embraces, Actosump Coil X, and then Roggy Greaves. So, yeah, it's definitely a lot more varied up than just like Rathalos Helm, and then like Nargakuga Male Braces Coil and Greaves, which is what my old set was. So. Sure. Yeah, I mean for me, it's four. It it is four and one, yeah. and that's the way it is right now. Although I do want to make the Garen Golem set. Mm-hmm. Like I looked at the armor after having fought it, and it's got this new skill that applies a higher elemental damage if, uh, for charged attacks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, oh my, well, yes. I was. Uh, I think I was using the. Or maybe not the. I think I might have been using a poison greatsword, but um, I mean, I've got a Kezu, the Kezu greatsword on right now, and I've got like two or three levels of uh, thunder jewels added to it, so it's got like 68 thunder attack added to it. So, like, yeah, that would probably, probably pretty significantly beef up that elemental attack past what it already is. Yeah, and that's. That's kind of what I was excited about. It was like it was the first new skill I saw, period, and I was like, okay, cool. Um, and it's for greatsword, so I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Well, it's for anything that charges, mm-hmm. so hammer, bow, anything like that. So I'm, I don't know. I'm excited to craft some new armor and stuff, but I'm kind of taking it slow right now, because um, I always do this. I always do a full clear of a star before I move on. Like mm-hmm. I. I did all of M2 before I got into M3. You know, I'm not trying to rush to get to the end of the game. Although I'm hearing there's some good M game mechanics. Um, I didn't hear what they were. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but again, Super Rad had a good review. He talked about endgame mechanics uh, that they exist, you know, and, and I don't know what they are, but they do. But you know, he's just he was just now getting into it. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited going forward into the game. So my initial impressions are very high so far. But, you know, I still want to see more. I still haven't seen anything we didn't see in the advertisements yet. And I'm hoping there are some mm-hmm. things. I don't know if there are. Um, I haven't seen any leaks or spoils or anything. So I have no idea what's in here. Yeah. I'm just seeing as it comes. And at M3, I've got no surprises yet. So we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I'm definitely excited for when... When we finally get to uh, Thorny Boy, so yeah, Thorny Boy is not. Yeah, I bet you he's the next star. I bet you a lot of things are next star because I don't see there being like nine levels of M. I could, I'd be I perfectly fine with that. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I'd be, I would be too, but I just I'm thinking realistically. I not I don't think we're going to see that much. I'm thinking six at mm-hmm. most. Um. But who knows? I, I, I'm. This is all guessing at this point. You know, we're not far enough in the game to know that information yet. And maybe we do by next week. I don't know. I have a lot of days off because mm-hmm. family stuff and um, Fourth of July and stuff like that. Yeah. Like I don't have the kids Fourth of July, so it's just a holiday of just me here. Also, uh, I'll probably be getting a uh, another canvas print. At some point, because uh, if you okay. remember, I got the uh, canvas print of the monster scroll, and now we have it going sideways. Yep. So I've been thinking I might end up uh, for the uh, game room whenever we were able to uh, finally get the or the entertainment room when we're able to get that back room cleared out. Might create like a uh, wall piece where. Um, I have two, uh, square, square, uh, can, canvas prints. Um, one mm-hmm. of the Kamura sigil, the sort of shuriken, and then the other of the, uh, sort of ship looking one for Sunbreak. Have those be the two corner pieces, then have, uh, Sunbreak side, uh, go along the corner for whichever one I put on the bottom then have the rise one going in the corner and then have mm-hmm. uh, two additional square or, and or rectangular prints for uh, the drawing, the sort of art drawing of Kamara and then one of the uh, the uh, outpost. Is it called the outpost? There's a name to it. Whatever. I can't remember. Whatever place we're in right now. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Um, I did do some, I haven't done a lot of sword searching yet. Um, I have found probably four swords in the jungle, none in the uh, Citadel because I was only one quest in the Citadel. Um, I haven't even discovered all the Citadel map. I, I, after, after completing, uh, Garen Gulm, I went and did an expedition tour. Uh, I've got about half of the jungle and then, um, I've got like two of the Citadel and I like gave it like a good hour of like just exploring the map and going through the, 
the clouded up areas, so might have to do some wow. some real real uh, spelunking and or aerial aerial trickery to get those uh, remaining like. I would seven say to the one that swords. was the hardest to the flooded forest was probably the most difficult to find them mm-hmm. all because so many just like cave and a wall you just don't see at a certain angle. Kind oh, of there's deals. there's a lot of those in the jungle and in the citadel. Uh, the jungle has so oh, yeah, many like holes in like cliffside walls that you would not yeah, expect. Yeah, and I've I've been through so many of those, and I have found a sword in those once. Like there, like I was like, "There's got to be a sword." Nope, no sword. Got nope, no sword. I've I've found I've found a couple, and but they're like I feel like I don't feel like I've explored all of the jungle yet. Like I don't feel like I've done a deep There's... search. But I feel I've explored most yeah. of it, right? Like super most of it, and I'm like, I'm sitting. I think it's four. I think I have four swords. Did you get the and one that's way at the tippy top tree? Yep, it's one of the ones I have. Yeah, that that one was. I've got the island. That one was kind of frustrating for me because uh, there's like those fungal platforms there. that you can get onto, but you have to be careful about it because. Mm-hmm. There's no surface. It doesn't you can overshoot. It overshoot. Uh, often ended up overshooting by my character character's momentum, just carrying him off the edge, anyways. Yeah. Um, and then at times, uh, the bane of having <laughs> evade extender three is that you can overshoot or oh, just yeah. launch launch into things with far too much momentum and you it may seem like you'll just hit a wall but you'll like hit a wall and then just like glance off like a like a freaking pinball or sure. something it's actually usually a speed run tactic to sort of glide along a wall because it makes you go faster in certain game mechanics mm-hmm. like they were using it in the spyro speed run i saw recently so i could imagine doing that in monster hunter being like Oh, I got it, and then you barely hit the wall and just go wee. <laughs> like no. <laughs> yeah, so no, there's oh, there's definitely a lot more uh, spelunking. I know that there's uh, with the great wire bugs. There's like a little mini island to get to that you can only get to mm-hmm. with the uh, great wire bugs. Sort of like that uh, circular place in uh, the frost islands. Where you can either only yep. get to it if you have go up from the bottom and you have like three to be able to get up to it, or if you climb up the mountain and take the great wire bug that shoots you down into it. It's one of those weird, yep. weird, like very selective ones. It's a chain. It's a chain of three that starts with you blowing something up. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking uh, yeah, about. I've... It's like. There's like a log or something that has like rocks on top of it. Yeah, I think I found that, but I didn't have a, any barrel bombs with me at the time, so I was like, "All right, I'll have to come back later." Yeah, uh, that's why I now carry barrel bombs in my <laughs> loadouts. Um, okay, so I I don't want to I don't want to I feel like there's not much to say with as little as we got into yet. Like we've. We're starting, but I don't think we've hit the meat of Sunbreak yet. Like, I don't... I feel very beginner in it, even just having down to Garen Golem, which was a fun fight. I actually... To be honest, 
and I was saying this while I was fighting him to the girls because they were I, in there I with say, me. I think he's my favorite Sunbreak monster so far. I would far. say uh, Garangalm is a uh, nice uh, chili before the meal. So, so far we've had a, a salad and a soup in the form of a chili. And and some breadsticks yeah. and now we're now we're going to start getting into uh the meat and potatoes so to speak yeah so i don't want to i don't want to talk too much more about it just because i feel like i'm still uninformed you know what i mean like i'm having a good time i think it's great um i do want to be surprised i hope we're surprised by some monsters that didn't show up um, but. although I will say, uh, of the Citadel, I think it's interesting how it has sort of different elemental zones. Although I, yeah. I was kind of surprised by the one area that is essentially like a pond or a lake of tree sap that it doesn't slow you down at all. Yeah. I, I, I walked into it and I was like, this is just water. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was going to be like acid or something for some reason. Like it was going to take away my health. Yeah, because if because like, you could look up and you can like see it like pouring out of the trees and stuff, and I'm like, oh, is this maybe going to slow you down? No, it really doesn't. And I was like, but that would have been like an interesting mechanic to the fight if you're fighting in this area. Is that it slows both you and the monster down? But probably too hard to do, honestly. Yeah. That might have been the idea. And then they were like, mm, can't figure this out to make it fun. And um, and I could see like that being the problem. Yeah. Like, I, I could see that. Because they're very hesitant to to alter Hunter movement. They always have been. Um, Bring back water! The closest they came... <laughs> I, I think the, the closest they came recently was the deep snow yeah. in Iceborne. And basically just muck. Oh, yeah, also... Uh, side fringe benefit of having Baroth armor, Jarathodos was just freaking easy because like he he lays that new trail of mud, and I'm in Baroth armor, so I have muck resistance full just by having the armor. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, oh yeah, that would have been annoying. It's not. <laughs> I just walk through it like it's nothing now. I mean, because the full muck resistance. I mean, he's pretty pretty tameable with lightning element anyways so i i mean yes i know but i thought it was funny it's like oh he's got a new move that i literally don't care about <laughs> because of baroth <Yeah. laughs> oh man so um i think that's all i have to say about it tonight ace do you have anything else to add before we wrap up not too not really i just want to get back to uh playing and probably do some playing some hunts with people. Okay, cool. So, um, next week, uh, we're going to go back to our usual schedule. We're going to have a news week, um, game news and that kind of stuff. Obviously we're still going to talk Sunbreak next week. You're probably going to hear about it till your ears fall <laughs> off and Sasha will have to put up, put up with it more directly next time. But, um, so yeah, we're, we're, uh, it's exciting to be on a new release. I didn't talk about the flesh and blood stuff that I got, but like I got two full cases of flesh and blood and opened those Friday mm-hmm. too. Um, 
second box had, or is it first or second box? I think it's the first box had a $200 card in it. So that pays for out of the eight boxes. It pays for almost three of them. Are you actually selling it though? Uh, I will be selling a lot of it. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. I'm not kidding. Yeah. I mean, there's, I don't need all of it that I got. Yeah. Um, I got a lot of it to not just, it's weird because like I will end up selling those one to $200. I probably won't sell. And the reason being is I want to use that card. Mm-hmm. It is going into a deck and, but the other stuff, because it's weird because it's like a super extra alternate art thing versus the usable card, which is still expensive. Mm-hmm. And I got, three copies of the usable card right so i'm going to be selling those because you can only use one of them in your deck so and they're only useful for one deck so fair enough we'll see i don't know how much i'm going to get back on it but it's probably going to roll back into whatever next set i'm just gonna you know keep it going essentially yeah oh also gotta say uh Glad to see uh, Master Utsushi hasn't changed his ways and is still hiding in high places in the new new town that we've moved to. I don't yes. know if you've seen him, but I'm like, oh, you, you, I, you I sneaky have. boy. Um, yeah, I've seen him. Uh, there's a quest or a side quest to take pictures of three cahoots mm-hmm. in the city. And I was searching for the third Kahoot because I just couldn't find it. There's your yeah, Kahoot that follows you I'm around. I'm not finding it right now. So. I can tell you because I found it. Because I, I know there's obviously the Kahoot that, our Kahoot that follows us everywhere. And then there's the snow one that's in the the main area. Um, mm-hmm. Third, I have no clue other than it could possibly be one flying around. Nope, I know where it's at. Do you want to know? Mm. Or no? Sure, why not? It'll take some exploration, but you know where he's hiding on that big rail track? You can actually get on top of that giant spin or the corkscrew up. There's a landing pad up there. And there's a baby kahoot in a nest that you can feed. Okay, I, th- I swear I saw one. that at some point. Yep, that's the one you got to take a picture of. Okay. Yeah, I was up well past when I should have been asleep last <laughs> night, just searching for a Kahoot. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, thanks for everyone for tuning in. Uh, I know it's a little shorter on the Monster Hunter talk, but again, we're just getting into the game. Um, you know, it's exciting to fight some new monsters, but especially Garen Golem. Um, but uh, there's a lot more to get into. A lot more. And we're a lot further behind than probably most people listening. So, <laughs> yeah. We'll, uh, next week, we'll have a, a better fleshed out opinion, I, I believe. <laughs> um, I'm going to get a lot of time in this week, probably, um, just because of the holiday and that kind of stuff. Of course, we, like I said, we got a lot of family stuff going on. So that may cut into it somewhat, right. but understandably so. Um, so we'll see. We'll see when we get there. Um, I suspect Ace, you'll probably be trending past me to begin with. I don't. I don't feel like I'm gonna have. We'll see. 
a ton of free time eventually, but we'll get there. So thanks everyone for watching. Um, we'll catch you next week. Uh, be sure to catch us on Twitter at Hunter's Hub Pod on, on uh, Twitter. And uh, Ace is at Ace Badger Gaming. And be sure to join the Discord. Um, but a very lively discussion about the uh, had the ease of games as time goes on in the Discord before we started the episode that I was like, man, I'd love to jump in on this conversation, <laughs> but we're getting ready to record. Um, so, yeah, uh, some good Monster Hunter talk in there as well as some other games. You know, we've, we've talked about many other games. And so, yeah, um, hop onto the Discord, which you can find... I think it's public and you can just find it. So Hunter's Hub. And then also you can always just ask Ace or I for it. So there you go. Uh, and have a good one. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.